the power of hit tune in to the episode of this podcast and everything else fitness faith and more with this in mind the power of hit in reference to performing hit workouts one reason why i typically love performing them is because of the benefits it has geared towards weight loss and it can be a variety of workouts really it could be squats to jumping jacks or renegade rows to squats, squats to push-ups, push-ups to shoulder raises. It really is a combination of pretty much anything you can typically do. Although, it would definitely be better if you had an actual weight to perform the movement, to make it more of a of a difficult resistance workout. And really, towards doing any of these hit workouts, I referenced doing these hit workouts maybe about, could be maybe two to three times a week. Or maybe rather one to twice a week typically is when hit workouts should be done. Although for me, since I perform more in relation to strength, training, and bodybuilding of that nature, I really prioritize a volume-based workouts, strength-based training. In relation to hit, you know, I'll probably typically do about once a week, maybe. Yeah, once a week, something around that area. And it could be me walking on the treadmill for for 30 seconds and me sprinting for for another 30 seconds and do this together for about 10 to 15 minutes. That could be one, another style of, of hit training. All the hit really is designed to do is get your, your metabolism running at a faster rate than what a regular normal exercise would typically do. And if it's geared towards weight loss, then you could typically do a hit workout maybe twice a week, sometimes three times a week. Although when it comes to doing hit workouts, one thing that I've typically learned really towards like building muscle is to really you know, minimize the amount of hit workouts that we do and maximize our performance in style strength training. And for hit workouts, you know, that's primarily the reason why I typically enjoy doing them, even though I do them about once a week. I typically go on a treadmill and do the on and off sprint, the on and off walk, and I do it consecutively. And I do, my heart really gets racing to the point where it's like I'm about to pass out Literally from sprinting 30 seconds, from running 30 seconds, from walking 30 seconds, and then sprinting 30 seconds. The main point of these hit workouts is to really go all out. The point of these workouts is to really test your limits, to really push your barriers. And the great thing, another great thing about it is that after the workout is done, your body's going to continuously you know, burn fat over. It could be within the next day as you go about your day. And that's another great benefit about these hit workouts it's the after effects that, it, it, that you get from these workouts from doing high intense interval training, even if it's for about 15 minutes to 30 minutes of whatever workout that you actually do. And I would recommend doing it every single day, obviously. You know, we all should know that by this extent. Though it's really great to really do a couple of fit sessions if your ideal goal is to really just, you know, slim down your waist or shut off belly fat or even just lose weight overall. I mean, you, definitely resistance training is also a great benefit towards, which also leads to you reaching your best physique overall. It helps with performance training, with losing weight, getting more getting more toned. Although it really depends on what your goal is, though you can still do resistance, resistance training. And for me, like I said, my goals pretty much differ. Why? Simply because that my goals is really towards building muscle, right? So I wouldn't really add all these hit workouts into my training regimen because it would really diminish the performance-based workouts that I focus more on throughout my week. So if your goal really is weight loss, you can pretty much 
know, do these hit style based workouts. You can typically do them you know, one, two times a week. Then you have your resistance training. Could say maybe twice a week, three times a week. You can switch it up weekly here or there or bi-weekly rather. I should say every two weeks you can switch it up. Although for me, it's a great way to really test your your limits in terms of how far you can really go in the gym or even even at home, really. And like I said before, being able to actually burn fat after the workout is done because your heart rate is elevated more so rather than you would do a regular workout, you could say, right? Your heart rate is a lot higher. Your breathing is going to be slightly abnormal. Your metabolism is going to be a lot higher now that you're not even done the actual workouts with with minimal rest time. It could be. A lot of reps, higher endurance, minimal rest time. So it's only natural you're going to be experiencing a lot of fatigue. And in a way, that's good. And in a way, it's good for you to get adjusted to to the workouts that you actually do over a course of time, right? It could be a month. It could be two weeks, rather, two weeks to a month. You know, two weeks would be the farthest I would go doing HIIT workouts. You know, doing them about maybe one to two times a week for the course of 14 days. And I would rest a little bit, you know, give it a week and then get back into it again. Although it's not a way to really just take time off and relax, really. It's just a way of just reshifting your schedule around and making things more more attainable, more achievable, as well as having a high level of commitment and adherence level to it. And adherence, it's something that I relatively want to say is extremely important, especially in creating a plan that actually fits that actually fits for whoever is actually in front of the plan. Because if you have a plan that that includes the workouts you need to do, that includes your nutrition, that includes the weekly check-ins and all that all that good stuff, right? But the level of commitment towards all these three things is relatively high there's going to be a lower percentage of a chance you're actually going to want to commit to that plan long term. The plan itself could include things that you typically don't like to do, whether it's the workouts, nutrition, or you just don't like getting in front of a weekly check-in every week, which is small, really simple things that may seem like a problem to others and to some it may not be. Though, it's really making sure that things are easy and attainable, simple, short, and sweet. Very understandable. And when it a plan like this is created all together, it really makes the journey of weight loss, the journey of building muscle so much easier. Why? Because you're enjoying the process along the way. It's like saying, I want to lose weight. I want to get toned. I want to lose, say, 15, 10 to 15 pounds of belly fat, yet I can't eat the foods that I want to eat, right? I'm reduced to eating salad every single day. I'm reduced to relying on carbs. I'm reduced to consuming protein and I don't know about the wide variety of protein options that are out there and I don't know what to do in relation to that. Because as humans, we typically like to you know indulge in things that we like to do, whether it's activities, whether it's food, or whether it's just taking vacations. These are things that we internally love to enjoy. So how exactly is it? Do we make things more sustainable, make things more easy for us down the road? And I can honestly say it's really more about incorporating things that we enjoy doing on a day-to-day basis. It's no different with our relation with food. Although we simply just reduce the intake of the foods that we simply like to eat throughout the week, throughout the month, whatever the course it may be. And by reduce, I mean reduce your intake. It could be three quarters, could be your way of reducing 
So let's say once a week, you would have a cheat meal here or there, right? It wouldn't be nothing heavy. It would be just to be one thing to really, you know, indulge yourself in, right? Because even myself, I do have my own cheat meals here or there. It would almost be crazy, rather bizarre to say, I shouldn't be eating cakes or sweets because I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a coach. I shouldn't be eating this. You know, we all have our days that we all typically like to you know, indulge in certain things, right? And that's totally cool. You know what I mean? It's something that I would recommend or else you'll go, you'll go insane, you know, trying to eat healthy for the rest of your life. So really having a balance between things that you like, things that you know you're not supposed to eat often, but you still incorporate it into your diet could be bi-weekly even if <laughs> bi-weekly isn't too long of a commitment but for most of us bi-weekly is going to be out of the stretch so i would say once a week tops it could be on a sunday and you would have whatever you typically like to eat and indulge in that right and after that one sunday is done you typically don't want to really indulge yourself in it and there was this one you know video I came across on social media on one of those platforms about weight loss and it being like a spiritual journey and for some reason it just really it stood out to me it changed my perspective a little bit onto on towards how to really lose weight sustainably and it was more of like a spiritual walk in own in its own sense because when it comes to weight loss we know we have to cut back the amount of food that we intake So our body begins to expend more energy throughout our day, whether that energy is expended through walking through some form of cardio and really just cutting back on our food intake. And I learned that even when we're experiencing our hunger hormones, don't remember the exact name of it, but when we're experiencing hunger, like it could be inadequate hunger to almost severe hunger. That's our body telling us that we need to eat food and we need to eat food now or we're going to suffer. We're not going to suffer really, but we need to eat food now. To satisfy that quelling in our stomach. That's that same feeling. It's that same uneasiness that is telling us that we are on our way to losing weight. And we're experiencing hunger for many reasons because we are hungry. Our body isn't used to going this long without food. So we want to shove some sort of food into our stomach to quell that satiety in our system, in our body. And in a way, it's it shows me. That once you're starting to feel the hunger, the hunger of your of your stomach, you're beginning to feel more hungry. You feel as if you want to have more snacking occasions. That means you're losing weight gradually. It's also another indicator of telling it. Although that usually occurs over, I want to say a week. Within a week, once your body starts to get familiar with the with the duration of fasting, getting more familiar with fasting and what it really is. Not fasting, but weight loss. I'm thinking at an entirely different perspective, but. With weight loss here, it's really it's really understanding that it's all a journey, it's all a process, and really enjoying it along the way, as well as incorporating things into your life that you actually like, as well as with experiencing weight loss. Minimizing our intake is going to be extremely important towards seeing the results that we want to see in our life. It's important to lose weight in that area of this endeavor. It's all a journey, so enjoy it. That's it for today's episode of this podcast. If you enjoyed it, share with somebody you know, friend, family, coworker, etc. As well as tune into everything else in this podcast, fitness, faith, and more.